even sure what to call uh, this next segment. Uh, I was thinking about that uh, this morning as we were discussing in our editorial meeting, and I think the the proper uh, title for this segment is What the Heck is Going On at City Hall? Uh, and where this comes from is I was just going through some of the challenges, some of the news stories that have come out of, of Vancouver City Hall recently. The City of Vancouver's Integrity Commissioner uh, found Mayor Ken Sim discriminated against Park Board Commissioner Laura Christensen after she was left out of a critical meeting on the board's future. Uh, that made the news. And then, of course, we heard about Faye uh, Whitman, a very experienced board board member with the Vancouver Police Board, uh, uh, basically tendered her resignation on January 30th, saying that the apparent, uh, saying that apparent conflicts of interest and political interference made her unable to continue. Uh, that's a second bit of news there. Then, of course, we heard uh, about uh, the park board uh, being eliminated, uh, and of course, now you're having basically open warfare between the park board or members of the park board and Ken Sim. Uh, now, you also had uh, uh, Councillor uh, Mike Klassen recently seeking council approval to spend an estimated $3,600 on a trip to Halifax to attend Juno Awards uh, to get a better understanding of how that city runs the Juno Awards, even though we've run the Juno Awards and they've, they've been here in Vancouver before. Now, the councillor um, rescinded that request. Uh, it was supposed to be decided uh, tomorrow, uh, but that's not being done. So those are just some of the stories that have made the news. And I add to that that after nearly not even two years in power, almost two years in power, this is a fiscally conservative party. Certainly that's the way they've marketed themselves. The folks who know how to handle a budget, unlike those socialist hordes under Kennedy Stewart, there was a 10.7% property tax increase in its first year. Uh, this year's increase is going to be 7.6%. For the second year, that's well past 18.3% uh, in property tax increases. So what is going on at City Hall? Usually this is, uh, of course, the second year. Uh, you should be settling in, still, uh, you know, have a halo over your head to a certain degree and get some of the, some of the big stuff done. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about Vancouver City Hall and Ken Sims' leadership is Francis Bula, political contributor for the Globe and Mail. Francis, welcome. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> I feel like I hardly have anything to say. <laughs> Maybe you can call it Stepping on the rake hour. <laughs> so, I was just going through this, and i got to talk to Francis about this. So your thoughts, I mean, these these are just some of the things I've pointed to. Political watchers will get into greater intricacy on some of these. But in your opinion, what the heck is going on at Vancouver City Hall? Well, you know, like new parties do make mistakes. There's no doubt about that. Um, and uh, But some of them come in, like, with a little bit more... Uh, of an experienced team and others don't. Um, and there, there's a lot of rookie mistakes. But I remember when Sam Sullivan was mayor. Sorry, I'm, I'm betraying my ancientness here. But, <laughs> you know, they had a budget meeting that went till 5 in the morning. One of their own councillors voted against some of the things. They tried to cancel a bunch of advisory committees and everyone went crazy. Uh, you know, so new councils do make rookie mistakes and end up um, rolling things back. Um, but um, I think there's maybe two things going on. Mm-hmm. And, and one is that the mayor's office staff, it, it, there's been a lot of change, as, as you know, a lot of rotation. And um, Trevor Ford is the current uh, director of communications. Hi, Trevor. I know you always listen. I'm expecting your phone call after telling me what I said wrong. <laughs> uh, but, um, 
you know, you do get the sense that there's like kind of not a lot of bench strength. And someone suggested to me that's because a lot of the political strategists, they see Polyevra uh, winning, uh, you know, nationally, federally. So people are all uh, working on, um, sorry about this, um, uh, they're all working on, you know, those kinds of campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you do get the sense that the people in the office are more used to running like a political campaign where it's just like get your opponent you know, like undermine them. So that maybe explains some of the weird stuff that especially seems to have been directed towards women like Christine Boyle and Laura Christensen about, you know, complaints about their behavior or shutting them out or whatever. Um, So, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people who've actually uh, run government, you know, been part of government and run it because uh, it, it's different. It's different from a political campaign and it's different from a business. Like there's a different kind of uh, interaction that you have with the voters, with the citizens. Uh, and uh, it's like they haven't quite grasped uh, that one. Not that I think they're doing completely terribly. Like quite frankly, sorry, am I going on too no, long? No, 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 go something? ahead. I want you to finish. <laughs> I want you to finish. Um, I went to the Vancouver magazine. Um, sorry about this. No, uh, that's probably Trevor Ford calling you. <laughs> but let me, I'll, let you finish your, I'll let you finish your thought. Um, I, I went to the Vancouver magazine Power 50 Awards, and the mayor was there. And, you know, aside from a joke about, oh, so glad you dressed up for us as he showed up in hoodie and runners once again. But, uh, you know, a lot of people were complimentary, either on the stage or, you know, uh, when they were mingling in the audience saying, you know, you've brought common sense back to the city. There's definitely a sense I got that, you know, there's a certain power group that really connects with him, thinks that he's doing good things, uh, and, and so on. So, you know, we have to be wary that we don't fall into the Twitter mob mentality yeah, way of... and I, I don't disagree with you on that because I know they go to a lot of community events and sometimes that's yep. more important than being in media, uh, media interviews when you can be at a variety of community events and community organizations that you, you build a relationship with. That I understand. But for a fiscally conservative government that's going to handle money properly, and I don't blame them fully for this, but you're looking at very significant, two very significant property tax increases... That can't be something your supporters want. Number one, your your second issue, uh, I believe, is is this park board mess. I'm not, and no one's going to come to the rescue of politicians wanting to save an institution. Uh, but I don't, I, you know, it's not exactly a, a, an example of how to handle or no, manage a situation. They didn't do it in a good way. Like they're sort of running things as though it's running with scissors is what they're doing, or uh, or a political campaign. And it's different when you're in government and you're the one in charge and everybody's watching what you do. Like they could have with the park board. You know, I know a lot of people on the left who think the park board is really difficult. And even the First Nations who aren't necessarily signing on to support it, um, they're not saying they want to save the park board, that their interests lie elsewhere. Um, so, you know, if there had even been a little bit of a conversation or something to say, look at, we tried this for a year, we feel like uh, we're still stuck with the same problems, there's something structurally wrong, um, let's have a conversation about what to do. But it was just like cooked up, um, I don't even know how or, or when, and announced, um, 
you know, somewhat to the surprise of quite a few people, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when when people are voting in another two two years and a bit, you know, one could argue Ken Sims going to say, look, I promised you 100 police officers, that'll probably be done. I promised you, promised you 100 mental health nurses, that'll be done. Done. He can say, look, you got to train at Stanley Park, although, you know, there's still the, the bike lane issue and all that sort of thing. But it, what else do you think he can point to? What is he going to say? What is the selling point next time that's common sense government? I mean, I'm trying to understand on election day, what's yeah, the ballot question? I know, because, I mean, he, you can't really campaign on, I got rid of the Vancouver Economic Commission, because like 99% of voters are going to be like, what's that? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the province is really emphasizing housing, and uh, that is what people care about more than anything else. And I also think there's a bit of disgruntlement that's starting to really percolate over as they see how the Broadway plan, as people see how the Broadway plan is going to, you know, work out. So they need to be out talking strongly about housing and what they're doing in that area, um, not just going to uh, Mr. Trudeau's or Mr. Eby's, you know, press conferences and saying you're doing a great job and we really appreciate it. Um, you know, that is a really big issue and a really clear message on, okay, yeah, we had two years of brutal tax increases. By the way, so did pretty much every city across Canada. Like even West Bend's taxes are up 8%. You can imagine what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a, a really clear focus on what people were the most concerned about. Like, because they're, they're, they're kind of being nibbled away at with all these little things, park board, economic commission, police board, uh, you know, um, integrity commissioner decisions, you know, um, stepping on the rake over whether you should send a third person from the city, a city councillor all the way to Halifax, you know, to look at the Juno Awards. Um, you, you know, they're, they're getting caught up in too many little rookie things and, they really need to focus on a main message, uh, which is here's the progress we're making on the housing file. This is what we're doing. Um, here's, you know, that kind of thing. And and maybe a little bit less of the snippy, you know, filing complaints about Christine Boyler shutting out pregnant women from meetings. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start. And one could argue, uh, is the left or his opponents, are they coalescing around one candidate? Are they working towards an effective yeah, opposition? They're not. They're not there they're yet. Not. And there's yeah. a lot of rumors that, you know, one of the candidates might be opting for a provincial seat. And, you know, they, there's just no sense of a coherent opposition. So maybe they feel like, it doesn't matter because, um, you know, we're, we're going to win anyway and we'll lose a little bit of support, but we're going to win anyway given the level of disorganization, you know, and just kind of nothingness uh, on the opposition side. So, but, I mean, I think just for the sake of the city, it's nice to feel good about the city, like that something is happening that's positive. And you need to keep emitting messages like that. And it can't be, oh, we suddenly decided to get rid of this thing. Oh, how do you feel about it? You've got a day to tell us. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Francis, thank you as always. Appreciate your time. Okay, that's great.